Hello and welcome. I'm Devin. And I'm Darren. And this is 10 Minute Tabletop News, where we cover the three biggest stories from Tabletop from the past week in 10 minutes or less, so you can get back to creating characters, stacking dice, and playing the game. The first uh, biggest news, everyone's talking about it. Yeah. We don't need to spend a lot of time on because there's so much out there about it. But uh, the D&D movie, of course, is doing great. Yeah, but people love it. Wizard of the Coast is having a lot of trouble um, with uh, the fallout of the Creator Summit. Yeah, I mean, this is their first foray into influencer events, and it does not seem like they did well or particularly knew what they were doing. They've done, well, here's the thing. They have done some some other influencer events um, maybe not like summits because they did like D and D Live, which was really really popular, and, and mm -hmm. that was probably like the one of the best ways they've they've done like a, a thing with influencers and their community. But the you know the biggest issues that came out of this is they were really hoping to focus on like, hey, look, we got uh, yeah, uh, all this new VDT stuff coming out. We have some rules changing, um, but everyone was really focused on a few uh, three big things. One, um, the accessibility of the new VTT. Yeah, uh, it runs on the Unreal Five engine. Yeah, I mean, this is also, I think, a, a moment or an opportunity to maybe establish some goodwill and maybe uh, forge better relationships with, with the creators. And it doesn't seem like they did that because when the creators turned back questions to them, especially like things with this accessibility, they didn't really get an answer. Yeah. Like with this accessibility thing, it's like you need a pretty beefy system to run it. It's yeah. like if you're trying to do like a MacBook Air, just like <laughs> running a simple game, it's not going to work for you, which means not everyone's going to be able to play it. It's going to have probably low adoption because yeah. of the requirements. Uh, for the VTT to run. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and, you know, past that, a lot of people were asking about what are they doing about diversity uh, and inclusion um, in their hiring practices. Just hit them with another politician run around. They're like, well, think about that and come <laughs> back to maybe uh, having an answer sometime in the near future. <laughs> yeah, th there, was, there was very few answers. Um, Which doesn't instill a lot of confidence. There's a little crit bit of criticism because their, their head of uh, diversity, inclusion, equity didn't have... A lot to say about it yeah um and so those are those are kind of the the, the two big things and then uh they came out and said that one dnd isn't a thing oh yeah and that it's just going to be an expansion of fifth edition it's gonna be a revision it's not gonna be five yeah. five it's gonna be sixth edition um it's just gonna be dungeons and dragons fifth edition and they said you know one dnd was to mean like the vtt dnd beyond and dnd all under the same roof but that doesn't really make it that's they're just walking back the idea of creating this new uh, yeah. version of dnd one dnd isn't a thing. Um, yeah, maybe just trying to stick to what they already have <laughs> instead yeah. of trying to go into new territory right now, which, you know, who knows what that speaks to. They're going to release a uh, new player's guide, new dungeon master guide, and, and some of the things that there's some of the changes that they're talking about making sound great. Yeah. Um, but the the way it's branding the naming conventions, it's all very confusing. Yeah, like why call it one D and D yeah. if it's just going to be right. <laughs> an, an and expansion of fifth edition? They had some creators that were virtual, some in person. Oh yeah, like <laughs> the virtual aspect apparently was uh, complete pretty, trash. Yeah, pretty poor. Like they couldn't even get involved or participate, which is like kind of step one if you're gonna have a creator. Yeah, <laughs> there was kind of a lack of agenda on some things, and yeah. you know if you're building a, uh, if you're doing a lot of this work and pushing. It in the virtual space, um, you know, the expectation if you're going to at least be able to have like, you know, a good AV video. Yeah. Um, and trust like, me, I get it. They're like, hey guys, we have new virtual things on the horizon. What was that? I can't, I can't hear you. Right? Yeah. Actually, it's not really working. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh, 
what we're seeing here is probably be low adoption of the VTT. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of work for Wizard of the Coast to still do. I mean, the movie is doing great, and that's fantastic. Yeah. I love the movie. You like the movie. I mean, I'm seeing it today. I've oh, been out of town for two weeks. That's right. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, you let me know what you think because uh, yeah. you didn't have high hopes for it, but it, it turned out to be fantastic in my opinion. I mean, everyone I know so far loves it, which speaks well to it. Yeah. So, I'm going with high expectations. Uh, so, but again, we're in this really confusing space with Wizard of the Coast. Yeah. The movie's doing great. Everyone loves it. The movie's doing great. But also, there's a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of expectations yeah. that they're just not li living up to. They made it seem like they kind of spent this time as more of an advertisement to these creators instead of reestablishing that goodwill and forging those yeah. relationships, which is unfortunate, but, you know, we'll see what they do with that. But hopefully this is a learning experience, right? Yeah. We'll see what happens at the next Creator Summit. Mm -hmm. um, on to our next story, uh, talking about, you know, Fantasy Tabletop, uh, Pathfinder, Paizo has just announced that they have two new video games coming out with Baycom Studios. Yeah. Baycom Studios. Uh, they're heading to a new studio this time. Last time it was Owl. Owlcat was Kingmaker yes. in Wrath of the Righteous, I believe. Which was just a couple years ago, yeah. but they're partnering them with to do two new games, right? Yep. Yeah. And I don't think these are going to be kickstarted. Yeah. Owlcat were both kickstarted. Uh, Wrath of the Righteous did like $2 million on mm -hmm. Kickstarter, but it seems this might... Um. Uh. Be first party. No. No. Kickstarter. Yeah. Got some good investors. Perhaps a lot of faith in the Pathfinder brand. So. I, I think you know Pathfinder. Remember they sold out over like eight months worth of of hardcovers. Yeah. Um. In in a month. Mm -hmm. And so th they're restocking soon. But uh, it it could be that there's some you know new interest in, yeah. in, in backing these games. A new tabletop RPG coming up, but you know expanding their brand, making big deals. So yeah. good for them. This is important because this is another. This is. Um, another uh, like publisher that is making a video game. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I'd be excited to see what happens if you know Hunters Entertainment or Free League or you know, Cobalt Press get a video game. That would yeah. be amazing. So I'm excited to see if if we're gonna see more smaller publishers get video games. It's it's nothing new for Paizo because they've had a mobile game, they've had you know video game success, but I would love to see that kind of expand because it is another place. To, yeah, I to think we will. I think there is a need for people, especially in the gaming space, to feel a little bit more active and have a little more agency. And uh, guys, RPG is a place to do it. So. Yeah. And our last story. The ORC license is in a feedback stage. So yeah, Devin, I'm going to need your help on this one because I think like a lot of people out there, I'm a little confused. Like I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. So yeah. why don't you give me a breakdown of like what the ORC license okay. is going So you, you, you remember when we talked about the OGL, Yeah. right? The OGL is an open gaming license. Right. Um, the ORC is similar to an open gaming license, except if I make a game, Instead of having to go and have lawyers create an OGL for my game if I mm -hmm. want uh, people to be able to create content off of it, I could actually just use the ORC instead. Oh, so okay. it's kind of like a temp uh, something you could join and mm -hmm. add your game to it, and then anyone who wants to make content around your game can. Now, they don't get the IP. Mm -hmm. So if uh, I make a Star Wars game, right, right. Um, and I put the ORC in it, people don't get access to the Star Wars IP, but they okay. get access to use the type of rules and mechanics I've created to create their own games around it. Yeah, one of the things they're talking about is that it's actually not gonna be like managed or supervised by one body. Yeah, it's in a trust. Yeah, so explain that a little bit. So the idea is they say that you know bodies, people, companies can all be politicized, they can use it for their own gain. Mm -hmm. So the idea is, this is inc incredibly irrevocable. Yeah. The moment you publish under the ORC, you can't take your game off the ORC. Mm -hmm. It's there forever. Yeah. No one can change the ORC. That's why they're doing a lot of feedback is because they don't want to have to have it updated. Because when you update things, that means you can revoke, you can change. So the idea of it being perpetual means that once you've committed to the ORC, you are in it. 
And what do people think about that? Good, bad? How's that? How's Most that people love it. I mean, you have um, uh, Alchemy RPG, Black Book Editions, Chaosium, uh, Demi Plane, the DM Lair, Epic Miniatures, Evil Genius Games, Fantasy Grounds, Forgotten uh, Adventures Foundry, um, Gale Force 9, Goodman Games, Green Ronin, uh, Cobalt Press. All people that are part of the ORC Alliance, which are people that are like, hey, we want to we want to publish under this um, uh, open gaming license. Yeah, but some of the feedback has been that it's a little bit complicated, right? It's now. so that it's it's <laughs> definitely like you're gonna have. Uh, we will post, um, uh, you know, to um, uh, Renfail who did a nice overview of yeah. kind of like the quick Q and As, but. You, it is going to take some deep analysis, um, mm -hmm. and there's going to probably be a companion doc that kind of explains some of this information because it is highly technical because they want it to be Yeah, well, it's like, well, which seems like it should be, but, you know, for the layman's terms can kind of be a little bit hard to understand, but it sounds like it kind of protects these creators and essentially being able to kind of copyright their own stuff. Exactly. Well, kind of, it's not much as copyright, but it's like if I have a game rules and I want anyone to be able to use those game rules mm -hmm. um, without taking my IP, you know, yeah. like a... a um, uh, this is the easiest. This will be the easiest way to do that. Yeah. Um, and the gaming, uh, you know, community loves open licenses. Yeah. You know, it, it fosters a lot of creation. That's really really cool. Mm -hmm. But it's also like really hard to make your own license that doesn't uh, allow people to infringe on your own intellectual property. Right. Because like at the at the heart of it all, it's still like a collaborative space. So this is really cool. Yeah. This so, is um, really really cool. You know, it, get it a little bit more. <laughs> I know it's it's really important because this allows a lot of creators to have kind of a, like their own OGL hey, of sorts. Devin, you're educating me in real time. <laughs> right. And it's it's great. It's just democrat democratizing um you know open licenses yeah. and open gaming. So it's fantastic. Um, but hey, those are our three stories. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you listening in. Uh, and if you like this show and you want to support us, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Total Party Chill. And with that, we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.